All right, so first I wanted to start off with the reasoning behind you doing No Phone December. Hold on, let's, why don't we introduce ourselves first? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You introduce yourself. All right, Armand, you go. You go first. Okay, I'm David, David Park. I'm Armand, Armand Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and today we're going to be discussing social media um, from the perspective of high school students. So, David, now would you like to tell us about your No Phone December experiment? We're just going to jump right into jump it. Jump right into it. Okay, No Phone December? Yeah, like what was the reasoning behind you deciding to do that? Um, I think a part of it was um, to prove that I don't have to rely on my phone to survive, you know? Because it's like a stereotype that people our age are like addicted to using a phone. I just wanted to prove to myself... And maybe like my my parents, I don't know. Yeah. That I could, I could take a break from it and I'll be fine. And th- and I, it worked out. Um, another thing is um, grades and uh, school. Yeah. Dude, if you don't have your phone, obviously it makes it a little harder to like contact your friends for home, I don't know, like help and stuff. But, dude, it helps so much. With your like, like focus. Distra- just distracting and stuff. Yeah. Mm. I see, I see. So it became, you think, less of a distraction by you kind of just, like, eliminating it completely? Yeah, but I don't use, um, I don't use social media that much in the first place. So I don't, that doesn't, yeah. That's true. Okay, so what do you use on social media then, like, Snapchat, Instagram, like that type of stuff? I use Instagram. Okay, is that the only social media outlet you have? Yeah. What about you, Armand? Reddit. So, Reddit is not a social media platform. What about you, Iman? What do you use? Snapchat, um, Instagram, use, like the basic yeah, stuff? Snapchat, Instagram. Do you think that's a distraction? Huge distraction. Yeah, huge distraction. Okay. Yeah. Um, so because you know that, does that affect the way you use it? Or is it you still know it's a distraction, but you continue to use it? And be honest, be honest. <laughs> it's like a jerk. It's like <laughs> yeah. a person addicted. I mean, I try not to use it, but it's it's hard. Like, it's just kind of the first thing that you go to when you're bored or yeah. Trying to avoid doing homework. Okay. Um, I kind of want to switch gears to a more general topic. So people, like, especially on Instagram and, like, Snapchat stories, they, like, portray themselves as having, like, this amazing lifestyle. You know, they've, they're only capturing... Like, you brought this up a little while ago. They're only cap, you're only able to see, like, the best parts of their life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I remember you said that on the bus ride home a mm-hmm. few weeks back. Um... What do you guys think about that and how that affects the people they're putting it out to, how that affects themselves? Um, whenever I talk about social media with my friends, I think the one thing I usually bring up is the fact that it's so unnatural to be seeing this, this um, volume of people every day. You know what I'm saying? We're, um, like, as human beings, we're, like, engineered to be in small groups of people, like tribes, like back okay. in the day, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, when you go on social media, you're seeing thousands of people. How unnatural is that? So when you're in a small like tribe, mm-hmm. you see um, th- your peers and your friends as equals. Yeah. But when you hop on social media and you're comparing yourself to uh, like thousands of other people, um, and only using the best parts of their lives as sources of a comparison. Yeah. And it's like bad for your brain. It's just unnatural. So that's just one thing that's undeniably bad about social media. That's true. What about what do you think about that, Armand? Yeah, it's it, that's so true. Like when you go on social media, you're literally just seeing what they want you to see. Yeah. And if it was up to me, like I would, I I put that stuff out there too. I don't I don't show like the bad parts of my life. Like yeah. Well, why would you? Show. Yeah. Exactly. So you're only seeing the very like the highlights of people's lives and. When you start believing that that's their daily life, that can that can make people kind of sad. Do you th- do you do you find yourself believing that that is their actual life, or do you still, even though you know that that's their actual life, it's still kind of like like that's ha- kind of hard to deal with. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like I know I know that they have problems too, and they that's not their daily life, but it's still hard to like look over there and see like. Oh, and keep reminding yourself. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a the grass is greener on the other side type of mentality. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was more... What you just said was more, like, applicable to me when I was younger. Like, when you're comparing yourself to your friends, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And you... 
you know, you, you're not fully developed, so you don't know what's going on. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think especially senior year, people start to take different turns down their life, and all of a sudden, no, you know, like in elementary school, you guys are all living a very similar lifestyle, you know, for the most part, at least. I mean, there's definitely some variations, but you all kind of have the same yeah, routine. Maybe like college. You like, maybe, yeah, exactly. College all of a sudden throws a wrench into things. Now you have you're doing different types of sports, you know, people start to diversify a lot more because they have more specific interests, they start to find niches. So I think that um, definitely changes the lifestyle. And all of a sudden now you're seeing these people, especially on social media, who are doing these amazing things like so-and-so just went like, I don't know, skydiving or something, some, you know, crazy thing. And you're like, what the heck? Like, that's awesome. Why? I'm sitting at home right now looking, scrolling through my Instagram feed when this guy's out there skydiving, you know what I mean? But, I mean, I don't know. At the same time, I feel like you have to look at it from the person who's posting it perspective. You know what I mean? Like, they're also posting it. I don't know. For me, it's what is the motivation behind posting it? You know what I mean? Is it to gain likes and comments and followers and stuff like that? Or are you posting it for the just the select people that are following you and that you follow back? And, you know, this is – I did – I went on some amazing trip or some I, some great accomplishment or – um, I don't know, some big life event just happened, so I just wanted to let you guys know about it. You know, is that what you're using it for? Are you using it? I mean, I don't know. For me, I feel like a lot of the current usage is just for the the quote-unquote clout, right? <laughs> the, I mean, I don't know, clout chasing has become a, a kind of a, a buzz phrase, right? A buzzword, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a lot of what social media has become is just a lot of people clout chasing. And how many followers do you have, you know? How many likes did you get on that picture? Oh, only 300 likes? I got 500 online, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, I feel like that's, it's kind of, it, it, it was built to connect people and it started to divide people, I feel like, based on follower count, like, comment, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Um, I think, I think you make a good point. Um, you just said the purpose of social media was what? To connect people? Yeah, to connect people. Yeah, that's a big thing. Um, people um, nowadays, it's like really... Uh, common to hear people say, "Oh, social media is really bad." But let's try to let's just try to think of it in um, a different perspective. Okay. So, what in what ways is social media good? You think? What do you think? I'm one on? one thing is that it um, connects you to people that you normally wouldn't be able to connect with as much. Like, let's say sure. you move on to college. Mm-hmm. It keeps you connected to people you had high school with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's so true. Like. It, it keeps me connected to my family, especially, like, like Extended aunts, family? uncles, yeah, cousins who I, I don't talk to on a daily basis, I don't see all the time, but, like, I could see their posts and be like, cool, you're, <laughs> you're still... You're you still, still, still feel connected with them, you still feel like you know right. what's going on in their life, okay, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. and it, so, there are downsides to social media, obviously, but it's also good, like, going back to what you said about, like, how people start to develop their own interests and stuff. And social media can be really good at connecting people with different interests and bringing them together and making communities. Yeah. And, and that's one really great thing about social media. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a funny point because, um, you know, I mean, YouTube isn't really a social media, but it's so funny because um, you can, like, go online. Let's say you're shopping for, like, um, vacuums or something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you'll look up, like, best vacuum to buy and you'll find, like, these, like, super niche... Um, communities of people who are like super into vacuums and make vacuums like no make vacuum videos like every week yeah that's true though i mean like there's there's always these niche communities out there where you'll just kind of pop into and you're like what the heck like i didn't even (laughs) know this was a thing and social media brings those communities together like they would have never been formed beforehand so i think the main purpose behind the creation of social media and the positives are overlooked because it is so easy to throw shade at social media and kind of demonize it and paint it as this you know unseen enemy but we have to look at i don't think social media is not inherently bad like a gun is not inherently bad it's the person who's using it for bad that is bad right so social media well is the same type of way it's just a medium right Uh, it's just a medium to spread ideas from it's a platform so describing it as an enemy of sorts is, I think, an incorrect description. Yeah, it depends on the person using it. Exactly, because I think it can still be... Because you're using social media doesn't mean it's unhealthy, or social media isn't unhealthy. Um, I think it's the way you use social media, or 
the amount you use social media or something like that, would, which would make it unhealthy. But that comes down to personal use and choice as to how you decide to use what is essentially just a platform for spreading ideas. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think social media has kind of gotten a bad rap, and I think it's somewhat unnecessary. What do you think? Wait, so uh, what do you think? Are we having this podcast to prove a point or what? No, not necessarily. Just to kind of like um, discuss social media. I just wanted to kind of like a variety open of viewpoints. Discussion. Yeah, just an open discussion. Because I feel like a lot of the time social media is doesn't get the privilege of an open discussion. Because it's not a person. You know, it, can't, it doesn't have a voice of its own. So <laughs> it's just going to be the perspective of the people using it. And I think, like I said, a lot of the times it's demonized as this unseen entity, as this you know behind the scenes puppet master. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, that's not really the case whatsoever. It's you get one asshole on there who's going to you know, decide that he's going to, you know, like, like, for instance, with this Newport Harbor thing. Um, oh, yeah. You get one guy who decides to post about a bunch of Newport Harbor students making a swastika out of red Solo cups and doing a Nazi salute around a beer pong table. And they post that on social media. That's not social media's fault. It's the person who posted that. Or not even the person who posted that, but the people who were involved in that act and then was posted about later on. So I don't think social media is the enemy in that sense you're like oh if social media wasn't here that would have never happened no it still would have happened just not as many people would have known about it and i think it's better people know about it to be honest. in this specific instance i think it was definitely better people know about it because people it's an eye-opener you know what i mean i think social media can provide an eye-opener to situations like this like um i don't know you see pictures of living conditions in like third world countries and uh, you know developing countries in you know sub-saharan africa and stuff like that and you're like holy shit like i was complaining about you know having like an extra 30 minutes of a homework tonight. Meanwhile, they're complaining about not having water for 30 days. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's crazy, you know? So I think it, it can really put things in perspective and connect people in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think social media gets a kind of a bad rap? Yeah, for sure. Like, social media has been getting a lot of flack. And, and it, it deserves some of it, honestly. Um, but not... It, it's it's the people who use it and the people who are using it to to just get like to get rich and to get famous and to get likes and comments and that's not what it should be for mm-hmm. like yeah uh that's a good point because um okay so like yesterday i think uh i've been doing a pretty good job limiting myself <laughs> For, um, like, not going on social media too much. I mean, you were able to take a whole month off, and, so, I mean, that says something. That was a yeah. But, um, yesterday, I didn't have anything to do. I finished all my homework. It was Friday. I was just chilling. Did homework on a Friday? Like, that's the most impressive part of that like story. That. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, screw it. I'm just gonna sit down and just relax. So I just went on my phone, and I was going on Instagram. And I used it for, like, almost two hours. Afterwards, I just felt like crap, you know? But if I was using it, let's say there's some people who um, run, like, businesses and they have mm-hmm. their businesses on social media and they use social media as, like, a way to reach out to more people. Because if you think about it, um, let's say you're running a store and you want... Wait, Armand, did I tell you about this before? No? Okay. Well, let's say you're running, like, a clothing store. You would be so happy if, like, 40 people in three hours came by your store and just looked in. Cause you'd be, yeah, a small mom and pop yeah, you'd, store, you'd something like that. You'd be glad to have like 40 people just look into your store and see what you have to see if they want to buy anything. Social, social media makes it possible for literally hundreds of people at the same time to look at what you have in your store, you know? Yeah. So it's a great way, like we said about um, like the YouTube community thing, mm-hmm. it's a great way to get people who normally wouldn't be connected to get connected. But um, it depends on how you use it. And yesterday, when I used it for two hours, it wasn't a good way to be sick. <laughs> well, yeah, it, you, it, it's kind of a, uh, a black hole for your time. You don't realize how fast it's slipping by you. And then the next thing you know, like you said, two hours have gone by, and you've just been, your thumb's tired from scrolling through your Instagram feed for, you know, <laughs> X amount of time. So I think it can be very easily become uh, a, a time black hole in a sense. But I, I think it also comes down to, the person using it again in that situation you have to have that level of self-control or if you don't have that innately then you have to put restrictions on your phone or something like that to limit the amount of time you invest in social media because if you're using it for like a business or something like that okay i guess there's you have more justification than somebody just scrolling through their you know 
Snapchat stories or Instagram feed. So I think it just comes down to personal use and how you're going to value your own time. You know, I mean, do you value your time so little that two hours is of Instagram feed is nothing to you? I mean, if you don't have anything else to do, like, I mean, I guess, but you know, if, if you know you've got something better to do and this is just a waste of time for you, you know, that doesn't seem like worthwhile, you know, in my opinion. You brought up, Armand, you brought up a, uh, you said something about people using Instagram to become rich and stuff like that. And there's be kind of like, especially, we're a bit removed from it, like our generation, but I feel like, um, I don't know, like the just now elementary schoolers and stuff like that, a lot younger, they are seeing these um, quote unquote influencers, right? And these Instagram models and people becoming rich off of Instagram. These sponsors and stuff like that are, you know, combing through Instagram to find these, you know, 3.2 million followers accounts where they're able to say, hey, you know, post about this product. All of a sudden that post gets 200,000 likes, right? And all of a sudden that product is like, what's this product? Let's go check it out. You know, all of a sudden that Instagram feed is getting you know, X amount of views. So I feel like that's kind of become a, uh, a way, like that's a way to make a living now. It's, it's, you can become an influencer and that's all of a sudden a career, I feel like. What do you, what do you think about that, Armand? Yeah, that's totally true. Like people are, people, and it's not just like models and stuff, but people are doing like stupid shit just to get famous. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Like people will Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Yeah, and then and then like these, like Supreme Patty, like pouring lemon into your eyes <laughs> to get hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah. yeah. Like and then there's there's so many people like. Yeah, there's tons of examples of that exact same crazy, stuff. Crazy, yeah, illegal stuff that it not only hurts them but it hurts the community and it's like. They're literally only doing it to get... What do you mean by community? Like, the people who are viewing that or the people who yeah, are... Yeah, people who are viewing that, who see that as normal and, like, like... And, and then also people um, who they're hurting, like, they, like people who they prank. And I see all these prank videos on Instagram and... Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about... Um, I mean, we're kind of veering away from social media. We're talking about the internet. You want to move on to the internet? I want to talk about that. Um... I mean, that's part of social media. I get, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah try, let's try and reel it back into social media eventually, but we can go off on a little bit of a tangent here, I guess, where we uh, focus a little bit on um, the internet use as a whole. And I guess we can kind of wrap YouTube into that because you kind of did that a little bit at the start. So, um, oh, wait, okay, so let's summarize what we've um, gone through so far. What have we talked about? Um, we covered, so we covered quite, a, quite a bit I so think, far. I think um, so far what we've established is that, or what we've agreed on, is that social media could be a good it it's a neutral thing and then depends on the person using it yeah Whether it'll, it'll become a bit of a bad thing sure okay yeah i think it, i i view it as simply a platform and if you're going to abuse it that is a personal choice and you can't blame that on the fact that it's social media i think that was a, a big point we touched upon or at least it was a big point in my opinion i don't know yeah. if it was to you both okay, of you so but about in, um internet Armand, what were you saying about, uh, like, pranksters and stuff? I mean, it's just... Especially, yeah, the generation after us. <coughs> well, they, like, they just eat up that stuff. Especially on, like, YouTube and stuff like that. It's... I mean, you go on, like, prank videos, and you're scrolling through pages and pages and pages of these, you know, big-name YouTubers. Wait, what do like, you mean by they eat up that stuff? You mean the viewers or...? No, the viewers, yeah. Especially, like, Armand, Armand said, like, the, kind of the generation after us. It's, I mean... Do like, you think it's their fault? That no. What? No, I no, mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's their fault. I think it's, the, the issue with is, is that it's starting to be viewed as normal, and it's being viewed as okay, and, and a way to make money and have a living. But, I mean, let's be honest, in, let's say, 10 years... Who's going to... Oh, are we still going to be following Jake and Logan Paul? They're going to be what? In their 30s? You know, are they still going to be doing these pranks? I mean, that, kind of, that, that that bit gets very tired. In my opinion, at least. It gets very tired very quickly. Where you get this young, energetic prankster who's, you know, having a good time going around and doing that type of stuff. But when you're like, what, 30, 40? They're still going to be like... You're like, dude, grow up already, right? I mean, it gets to a point where you're like, just grow up. You know what I mean? So... What, what do you think about that, David? You look like a look of disgust on your face. No, no, no. Um, uh, 
I think I think um, Jake Paul, like the Paul brothers, are pretty smart. Why is that? <laughs> because um, they figured out how to monetize um, attention. Yeah, they're smart. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying they're not, not smart. No, right. I, I think I think they've they've done a very good job from themselves in pinpointing exactly how to get rich, um, in a very digitally focused age, mm-hmm. and I think they've done it um, through their social media, through YouTube, through, you know, every medium that they can get their hands on. And they've, they've definitely run into some trouble, especially as of late with YouTube. Like, they YouTube cut their funding and stuff like that, and they're not like, allowing them to monetize videos or anything. Wait, I, don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah that happened with Logan. YouTube, YouTube cut, like, won't let them make money off their videos anymore. Okay, yeah. I mean, but the thing with YouTube is that it's going downhill. You know that, right? Yeah, YouTube definitely is. Really? Yeah, YouTube is like so screwed up now. Well, I mean, because you can't, you can't like post a video without getting like copy- there's their censorship, co- some kind of copyright issue, or they- not, not even issue. It's like a um, a legal issue. You could get into legal trouble for like just posting a video. Yeah, well, the copyright now has become much more extreme. The censorship, YouTube's doing a lot more censorship now because of people have becoming. Um, more sensitive. politically rigid, I guess, which I'm going to talk about sensitive, on, yeah. on a later podcast, Political Correctness, I'm going to cover. I want to do that on the next podcast, but that one, if you guys want to come back for that one, you guys can. But, um, yeah, I think Jake and Logan Paul, both of them, and a lot of other people like them, have um, used their social media prevalence very smartly, right? And I think they've done a good job converting their viewership into money right i mean that's basically what they're doing they you watch a video they get money for that for the for you watching it right so i think they've done a good job in that sense they may have gone a bit too far and that's you know that's for an individual discussion but i think that the issue with what they're doing is that it's now seen as a credible way to earn money make a living when it's not long term you know what i mean like how 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 long how long do you think Jake and Paul are still gonna be around, um, or Jake Jake and Logan? Not long, but they don't need to be. They already made so much money; they could just retire now. Yeah, exactly. But okay, okay. So, how, do you think that um, with more and more people starting to become these you know YouTube celebrities or these you know Instagram influencers, right? Do you think that that there's gonna be just? Do you think it's uh, sustainable? Well, I don't I don't know if it's sustainable, and I no, also I'm don't saying, know. Is that your question? Well, that too, but is there going to be too many for that? All of a sudden now it's like there, the, there's a, the market's become overflooded with these, you know, influencers and YouTube celebrities where there's just so many of people trying to get in that it's all of a sudden like us now it's a, a competitive process. Well, I mean, that, that happens in every desirable field, like, yeah. like yeah. let's say the NBA, there's not a lot of jobs available but there's still thousands of people trying to kids yeah kids like spending their devoting their entire lives and then trying trying to get there and you know it, it that happens in every single yeah, field that, that people want to yeah, like okay. like even acting like that's true that's a lot true. of a lot of people are trying to make it you know and mm-hmm. there's only so many positions yeah available. music yeah in the industry music, yeah. yeah film industry right. yeah you're right you're right there's a lot there there that's I guess present in any desirable field. Okay. Um. What I don't, I asked. Um. Uh, the second part of it was if it's sustainable. And what do you think about that, David? Um. Well, I think it's sustainable if uh, it's the right job for you. I don't know. Okay. How else um. Okay. So. I want to tie in with the, the market. You know, like being coming over flooded with these people. So. I think the reason why Jake and Logan Paul made so much money was because they were one of the, I don't want to say pioneers, you don't think they were one of the first, but they were one of the first big names, right, to make it big on YouTube and Instagram. Like, I mean, who else? There, there's a few other, you know, like, name brand, right? I guess you could call it. But once a lot more people start flooding in, is YouTube still going to be able to funnel them money? Or are there going to be too many people? You know, that's what I mean by sustainable. Okay, uh, well, the thing with uh, YouTube is that unlike the NBA, let's say, mm-hmm. um, you can't tell someone to retire off of YouTube. That's true. So there's, you can't like, 
create new spaces for people who want to become YouTubers. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, yeah, I mean, if you're, like, uh, earlier you asked me, um, a few seconds ago you asked me if it's um, sustainable. I said, yeah, it depends on if it's the right job for you. Yeah. If you have a great personality, then yeah, it's, it's fine. Okay. But, but the thing with um, YouTube is that it's, I don't think it's that healthy to have a job that's centered around selling yourself every single day yeah that's true it's mentally taxing it's gotta be right um, traits of yourself like extroversion and you just tie yourself out and you've seen if you look online there's like countless um, videos of people who are like crying like oh this isn't my life you know I'm so sad as a YouTuber like bro yeah, you, you signed up for this. this. You signed up for yeah. this. Yeah, um, it's kind of hard to feel all those some people. Social media. I don't know if it's social media, but it's I think it ties in. Because um, people who are successful, it's based you know, on viewership. Like the best parts of their lives, and then they get a bunch of viewership. That's true, and it's also you're basing your entire career around what's basically a popularity contest, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you are trying to get as many views as possible. So, you you are now. I mean, I guess this isn't every kind of field as well, but. Your job centers purely around public opinion of you, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that if, if public opinion of you is not great, I mean, that can't be mentally healthy, right? Mm. I mean, I, in every field, I feel like you're, you're going to have to deal with outside opinions, right? But I don't know if it's on the same scale as, like, uh, a big-name YouTuber or something like that. Something, something to that extent. It, I mean, it's got to be pretty extreme, right? If you, if all of a sudden, like, your viewership just falls off a cliff, I don't know. I, I, to me, that would be mentally taxing. It, basing your, your entire career, and you've lived your whole life based on, you know, what other people think of you. Yeah, yeah but unless you do something really stupid, that just doesn't happen. Like, <laughs> like, let's say... Well, but, but then look how many times this happened, though, already. Because people are willing to go that far because people are trying to find different extremes they Wait, can so go to, right? Point? You think people shouldn't be YouTubers? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just curious as to why it's there's so much hype around it, or you know why why it's such a well, desirable field. I can tell field. you why it's so desirable. To I mean, to someone who who isn't a YouTuber, like looking in, you're you're seeing them do doing these amazing fun stuff, things, yeah. amazing things, and then making like millions. Money. Yeah. Yeah, m millions doing something that's like, like just I, hanging out with friends. I watch like this one YouTube fishing channel, and uh, um, the what's their face, the Guggen Squad. <laughs> they're just Wait, what is it called, the Guggen Squad? Like the, I yeah, I don't squad. like watching them, but but their it's... lives sound like they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars and hanging out with their friends and fishing all day, oh and my gosh. and. And that's their yeah, life. I could go on a rant about the Guggen Squad, dude. It's yeah, they, so, it, they they try to like romanticize fishing. Right. Yeah, their videos are terrible, they're but getting, they they make millions. Uh, they they have millions it's of because views. Because it's a bunch of like little kids. Exactly. Exactly. This is the generation the we're talking generation. about. It's the younger generation. Right. Exactly. And it's not their fault. Like we were kind of the last generation that grew up without this stuff. No, like, and we we I think I think we were the first generation that grew up with it. We just didn't catch on to the extent that the younger generation has now mm -hmm. where it's so extreme and what, what's that guy who the, big, the, the biggest YouTuber who's got the most subscribers PewDiePie. PewDiePie right that's his name right PewDiePie I mean his views are off the charts and it's insane how many people latch on to that and gravitate towards it and okay he's kind of funny right but he's literally you are literally watching a video of somebody else playing a video game I don't know I can't watch those type of videos there's like live stream videos. I don't get it. But I get it. I a lot of people. Um, wait, why don't why don't you get it? Oh, I I it just it it just doesn't hold my interest. You know what I mean? I'm like I'm, I can only play video games for a short amount of time before I'm kind of bored, right? So watching somebody else play a game, I'm just like snooze fest. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. That to me is just not entertaining. It to me it'd be the commentary that would be entertaining. You know, and every now I and then, it, I mean, I find it entertaining, and I'll tell you why. All right, go ahead. I'm not. Um, if I haven't watched any um, YouTube for a while now, but when I did, um, when you watch people like PewDiePie, it's not because they're they're playing a certain game. It's because they're just a cool person, and their cool personality, and you're attracted to that 
type of person. Yeah, well, you're not I mean, watching you... them because they're playing games. Yeah, that's true. And you can also argue if you do watch people because they're playing a certain game like Fortnite or something, and you're watching Ninja mm-hmm. because he's like really good. It's because um, you've played Fortnite before, like just like you played ba- basketball with your friends. Mm-hmm. And when you go online, and you watch this person destroying people, and he's like, um, you've seen. Like other a, a bunch of other it's like basketball. Let's say um, I, say, I guess the same thing is like watching a sport. Yeah, like you're watching yeah. other people play a game. So um, people watch people like Ninja because um, he's such a what's it called like pro at something. It's just oh, okay. great to see another human being s- such an expert at something. Yeah, that's why we watch sports. Yeah, and yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Okay. I guess that makes sense. So uh, that's a good point. What about you, Armand? Do you do you agree with David? About what? Just about what he said. Just like, you know, like, do, do you watch, um, like, streams and stuff like that of other people playing <laughs> video games? Do you, do you get that kind of phase? Um, I don't... I, there was a phase where I watched a lot of Fortnite videos. Really? Yeah, I watched Ninja play a lot. And I think, I think that stems from playing the game and sucking at it. <laughs> and then you, you Being get Being amazed to, by another person. Yeah, you get so to bad. watch him and he's like... Just obliterating everybody, and, <laughs> and it's kind of cool to see how he can do that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I get it. I get why people watch it. But um, yeah, come on, Seth. Jeez, oh, my <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah. um, can I shift back towards social media for for a little bit? Oh, there's yeah. something I wanted to talk about. Um, so a lot in high school, especially within the female community, there is a lot of what I call fishing for compliments or fishing for comments and likes, right? They'll post this. This it gets me pissed off every single time I see this. They post a picture of them holding like balloons or something like that for their birthday, and they're like, "Thanks for all the birthday wishes" or something like that. And that just pisses me off because you're sending that out to a community of like eight hundred people. Let's say you have like eight hundred followers, right? You're sending that out to eight hundred people, right? Mm-hmm. Are those eight hundred people really close enough for you to expect a happy birthday wish from them, or is this like somebody you met at a party one time, right? Like I'm not expecting a happy birthday wish from you know, like, uh, you know, Charlie at Northwood, right? You know, like, I wouldn't even expect him to know that it's my birthday. But because I'm posting this, all of a sudden you have, like, 50 comments where it's everybody saying, oh, my God, happy birthday, you look so cute, or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Some nonsense like Seth that. Seth is definitely fishing for a happy birthday right now. I'm 100% <laughs> not. This is just his birthday's on Monday. Dude, really? <laughs> Shut up, David. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm saying this pisses me off, though. Like, when people... Happy, no, no, we get it. Happy birthday, Seth. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Cool, cool. <laughs> happy early birthday. No, but, like, people... Uh, I've noticed, especially with girls, I I don't see very many guys doing this, but especially with girls, it's, you know, thanks for all the birthday wishes. Well, I think the reason only girls do it is because they only see other girls do it. If guys saw guys doing it, then they would do it too. So just kind of catch on? Yeah, it's just, yeah. But why did girls start doing it in the first place? Like, I I I just don't get the whole, like, why would you post something like that to 800 people? That's not something, in my opinion, 800 people need to see. That's not, I, I don't know, I just don't get that. Like everybody's got a birthday. That's not like a unique life experience. Yeah. I don't know. That that to me just like it pisses me off every single time. I don't know if that's the same thing for you guys, but yeah. that just it gets me every yeah. time. David, you look like you're swimming the same. Yeah, David, like, you look you've been like... making like these weird faces. Yeah, I like, thought I was the only one who's noticing this. Exactly. He's like, like, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? No, I'm just thinking. Think out well, loud. Like, think out, think out loud. What's yeah, up? Yeah, that's like, the whole point. I'm just, I'm just wondering about what's your next question. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Nothing. I. It's not that big of a deal to me. Okay. Um. So what is what is what annoys you? What gets your goat? <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're about to open up a can of worms over here. Right? Like, it's gonna be a long list uh, that comes yeah. pouring out of David's mouth. Look at he's all stretching over here, warming up. He's taking taking laps. <laughs> um, here's another thing I want to talk about for social media specifically: um, the false preconceptions that people develop, either about themselves, about an idea, um, something like that. It's very easy to spread false information on social media and get it like hyped up, right? But you know, so, uh, let's start off with that, because that's a more general, and then I have a more um, case-by-case scenario. So 
What do you guys think about the ability f- to spread false information on social media? Hmm. Like, is that, is that a genuine concern? Because, I mean, we, are, we have to think about the average person in America. How Are they going to be smart enough to decipher, you know, what is, what isn't correct, what, what should be trusted, what should not be trusted? I mean, you have to look at, like, our founding fathers didn't even trust us to vote on the president. You know what I mean? So, oh, are you, t- are you trying to bring up, like, fake news? Yeah, kind of, but I'm but I want to I want to talk about its effects on social media and the social media's viewership and how fake news um can very easily be taken as fact. That's yeah, we we're in an age where there's just so much information out there on like uh, uh, like on any subject you could ever want to know about, there's something about it like knowledge yeah there's so much information it's it's definitely really hard to tell what is what is real and what is fake like just now we were having a conversation about a certain topic that david was convinced about and and yeah i'm still not convinced that koreans do not like what would you say what, what was it like koreans don't stink or something like that what like, they don't produce body odor or something right. like that? We don't have to bring that up now. <laughs> like, that, that... I was trying to be vague about it, but okay, Seth. No, I know you're trying to be vague about it, but I wanted to specifically lay it out so everybody could hear how stupid okay, this okay, argument is. You want me to... T- so we're talking about, um, like, mis... What's it called? Fake news, basically? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Misinformation. Yeah, I could talk about that. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Um, yeah, I know you get David on something. Okay. Okay, so the thing with the internet is that um, people are getting money from clicks, so... Um, from what clicks yeah clicks so like uh, news outlets are getting advertising money from uh, how many people are on their site not if they buy the newspaper itself okay and that causes these news outlets to have really clickbaity titles and clickbaity images to attract clicks and not to attract um, what's it called a steady stream of of readers and that lowers the that ultimately lowers the uh, credibility of news sites nowadays that's the problem um, but yeah, that's, I guess I summarize it very well. You, what do you think? Yeah, every, everybody has an agenda and usually that agenda is to make money. Yeah. And so there's very few reliable sources now that are just there to spread actual, um, real, reliable news. news. Well, we take, we take a step back from social media for a second. Let's just look at news outlets in America today. I mean, you have Fox, which is obviously conservative you have cnn which is obviously liberal msnbc which is obviously liberal right like you have these very polarizing news sources and it's hard to just just on what you're supposed to be getting is credible information right that you can trust and the facts they're presenting are probably true but they're definitely skewed one way or the other they're definitely biased or presented in a biased way right to make you think one way or another so you can't even trust the the basic news outlets right or if you do trust them, you have to view them with a very um, analytical eye, right? You can't just take them at face value, right? You have to kind of interpret that into what it what it would mean in a more neutral sense mm-hmm. um, instead of so politically polarized. So, I mean, you dive back into social media and now you have even less censorship. You know, you don't. there's nobody fact-checking you on social media. You know, you don't have these people calling you on, that's not true, or... You know, are you sure? Check your source. You know, stuff like that. There's none of that. It's you say whatever Wait, really? you want at any time. I mean, I mean, okay. Well, if I see someone talking about something on Instagram, and it's like about I don't know a scientific article, mm-hmm. I guess, um, I wouldn't believe it unless they had a source. That's true. Okay. You're a really so, smart person. Yeah, but but I'm saying I'm saying you. No, it's no that ass. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying you have to look at the average person in America, and you think, okay, would would they be able to? decipher or not even decipher but just state whether or not that was true and the thing you know is I mean? people people i mean look how look how much fake news is able to be spread nowadays yeah um, social media lets people spread fake news obviously yeah and and the thing is people um people see what they want to see and they follow accounts that they want to follow oh yeah and we can talk about that this could yeah, yeah confirmation bias if I'm like super super liberal I will follow super super liberal accounts and I will see 
that news. And you'll or, generally become more liberal over right, time because exactly. you're only getting liberal and input. And vice versa. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter if that news is real or fake or biased. As long as it goes with what I believe, it, it, I kind of I believe it. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Let's talk about that's that. That's a really good point. All right, David, yeah, you seem to really want to get in on this, so go ahead. Um, so you're talking about basically uh, confirmation bias? Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, so the internet, the problem with the internet is that um, you could uh, basically handpick everything that you see every day. Well, you filter what you see, generally, right? I mean, like, you're not, on social media specifically, right? Um, I mean, you're, you're not, like, nothing's popping up that you're yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah, hold on. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> My bad. My bad, David. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, why, don't, why don't you take it from here? No. Okay. Um, the, the thing with the internet is that you can handpick everything you see and that causes, um, like remember how we talked about in psychology, like basically like the echo room effect basically when you, um, let's say you have a slightly, this is just an example. You have a slightly okay. right, um, wing ideology when you associate w- yourself with a bunch of other, uh, right wingers that pushes you more to the extreme mm-hmm. just because you're only associating yourself with people with the same exact view as you, mm-hmm. and by doing so, it causes you to have more extreme views because everything you think is confirmed by other people. Okay, um, the thing with the internet is that it causes that on a such a mass scale. It causes problems with tribalism. You know, you know what tribalism is? Sure, sure. Armand, it's it's like it's like when um, news or when certain groups who have slightly different opinions don't talk to each other, and that causes miscommunication miscommunication and it doesn't it basically is the opposite of democracy that's the problem with um that's what, what that's what's going on um, nowadays and that's an issue that people have to solve soon because people aren't talking people who who are on the so what do you do <laughs> i slid down um people who are on the on the left people who are on the right aren't having a middle ground and talking yeah, they're just kind of are they just not talking in general or are they not talking effectively like they're they just, are they just butting heads over issues and not like talking like to work towards a solution or are they just like not associating with each other whatsoever um they don't associate with each other if some okay if um the, like i said okay so what my point is let's try to summarize what i just said okay um what my, what my point is is <laughs> Uh, when you are having a confirmation bias with people who have the same exact views as you and you get group polarization, sure. um, you are less and less likely to stop and listen to the other side because you're so far in one direction. Okay, I see what you mean. And that causes tribalism. And tribalism causes miscommunication. That causes other problems like like violence. Like you see um, people... Yeah, rioting and rioting, stuff like that. And then um, people don't want to talk. They want to, first of all, not associate with the other group. And when they do, they do it violently. Right, yeah, and with social media, you don't even have to see what the other group thinks. Like, it's all algorithm-based to show you what you want to see. Yeah. So th- and that's what keeps you swiping. Exactly, like on Instagram, if you click on one fishing video... Right, next you'll w- just keep for swiping. The next w- for the next week, you'll just yeah, see... Yeah, exactly, like video. you will... They're so good about showing you what you want to see in yeah. order to keep keep using their their platform yeah yeah and they're only getting better at it yeah you see recommended videos and it's literally the exact stuff that you were (laughs) looking at and you want to see more of well that's on that's on that's on everything though i mean like you i I was talking about something like i didn't even type it in i was talking about the other day and the next thing i know it's on like amazon's like recommended for you products oh okay you trying to get into conspiracy theory no 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 no, no. okay you're the king of conspiracy or conspiracy theories all right like i'm not not gonna go head to head with you on conspiracy theories but no i'm just saying what like that level of algorithm is insane they are always on top of getting people to you know gravitate towards their specific platform based on what they want to hear and they're not showing you they they don't care about the confirmation bias at that point. They're just they just want you to stick with their, with their social media outlets. So. It could be, Republican, yeah, like liberal, yeah. whatever it is, right? They don't care. Since um, the internet is geared to making as much money as possible by keeping you on, they, what the computers or um, what the, uh, they they use what's it called 
AI. Sure. YouTube uses um, an AI system to figure out how to keep you on their site as long as possible. And the bottom line is the best way to do that is to keep recommending videos to you that you would most likely click on. And those videos that you would click on are things you would agree with. Or, or enjoy watching or like or, or agree with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that with. adds to the whole echo room um, effect that I, w- I was talking about earlier. Nope. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, so there was one thing. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about. So we just talked about um, misinformation kind of as a whole, right, with both the internet and social media. Um, what do you guys think about political correctness's effect on social media? For, for like, um, censorship purposes. Um, like, are, do, you, do, you, do you feel like people are... I mean, I know, for me at least, you, I mean, I definitely censor what I put out there, right? Based on how people are going to react to this. So I'm not, gonna, I'm not purposely putting something out there that I know will trigger people. Some people do that, right? To get views and to get attention and stuff like that. But I think for the most part, political correctness pe- keeps people from putting stuff out there that will get an extremely negative reaction, what do you guys think? Do you think political correctness has any effect on what is posted on social media? Um, it kind of depends on the person. Like, a, a lot of people will definitely do things just to make other people angry. And some people will do things just to make other people happy. Exactly, yeah. So, so it just it really depends on the person who's using it and what their agenda is and what they want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, one final thing, I guess, kind of... Just wrap things up. What, what going forward? Do you have any like limits? Do you are you do you currently have any limits that you put on yourself for social media? Like, do you have like an app on your phone that tells you <laughs> now you've been yeah. on here for like an hour, time yeah. to turn it off, or something like that? Or is do you just kind of leave it up to your own self control? What What do you do, David? Um, I think the biggest thing I like to think about is. Like, net happiness. I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, um, am I actually getting enjoyment from doing certain things? Mm-hmm. Okay. And and uh, if I look at social media with that perspective, um, let's say I use social media for, like, an hour. Okay. To just procrastinate. Sure. While I'm doing, while I'm on social media, I feel, I feel like, okay. Let's say my, sure. um, my happiness is, like, at 20%. Okay. That's, if, damn, if, what if the hell? Can, are you depressed? Like, what do you mean if 20%? We, if we can put, like, a number to have, and obviously we can't, but, like, enjoyment. Let's say enjoyment, at least. Okay. It's um, 20% of full potential, yes. like, okay. that you can be having. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then, but afterwards, after, like, an hour of using it, I just feel like crap. Because I'm like, bro, I could have been using my time effectively. I could have been not procrastinating. I could have been doing things productively um so let's say my net happiness is like a little negative okay if i was doing work instead if i was doing some kind of homework um, for that hour while i was doing the homework i have to put work in i have to put conscious work in but i'm getting a little bit of happiness from getting something done let's say it's like 10 percent. but after the hour after i'm done with it i feel great i talked about this with you right Mm -hmm. after i finish that hour i feel great that I finished the homework, so my net happiness is way more than my net happiness for using social media for an hour. If you want to live life to the fullest, I think you should make decisions that give you the most happiness. And um, even though my decision to do homework instead of social media takes more work, my net happiness is higher. So if I want to live life to the fullest, I should just get my work done and then move on and play some games with Armand or something, you know? Wow, TFTI, what the hell? That's like that's a really good point though um, about the net happiness. I think that's uh, very applicable to every aspect of your life, not just uh, social media. Yeah. In so, particular. Exactly. Like, so um, to answer your question, if I try to um, keep that in the back, that whole um, thing I just told you about in the back of my mind while I'm using my phone, it helps me limit myself and I get more things done. So yeah. that's how I do it. That's very true. Like people don't use social media to have the most fun or productiveness that they can they're doing it to <clears throat> to waste time and you know get that dopamine for a little bit that yeah. short-term response 
and but in the long term delayed gratification right yeah are you gonna really remember that one social media post that made you giggle for a few seconds or are you gonna remember that actually sometimes you do like like, (laughs) okay 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 see a meme and that's one great thing about social media is the connectedness like like i see a funny meme i show it to david and he laughs too yeah and so it can it can actually like have some good parts right like i can send posts to people who live thousands of miles away and it can keep us connected and make it feel like we're not so far apart that's true and so it's not all bad. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. And okay, and just the caveat to what I said earlier, I'm not like a perfect person. Okay, I'm. <laughs> I'm not like off social media all the time. Not. Dave, David I'm seems to be putting this forth this argument a lot yeah, lately about wanna, how he's not perfect. Make it clear that I'm not like a perfect. I'm not a perfect person, you know. I like yesterday. I just told you yesterday. I was using my phone for way too long. Oh my! He used it for two hours. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm, I'm not perfect. Yeah, just, um, I think the best thing you can do is just try your best. Okay. Um, all right. The last no thing. Regrets. What would you guys? What are your takeaway from this conversation? Um, I like how we talked about uh, like the first thing, the first group of things for social media is kinda how fell it fell apart in the middle. Yeah. It, it kind of fell <laughs> yeah. apart in the middle, but um, I liked how we talked about that social media isn't this um, like devilish thing that people always try to assert. It depends on the how you use it and uh-huh. the type of person you are. Yeah, and the I, decisions that you make. I liked how we talked about both sides, not just kind of bashing on social media or praising it. Yeah. Like a little bit of both. And um, I like how we like the whole connectedness thing, even on like YouTube, people who are into like super, I don't know, doll making. There's a doll making community on Jesus YouTube. Christ. Yeah, creepiest anything. And, yeah. And um, the internet makes it possible for people with those t- like really really specific interests to connect um but you can't let that go out of hand by letting everybody have this whole group echo thing yeah where you only see your own specific views yeah so it's about balance balance i think that's a i think that's the main takeaway from the discussion today is balance between um how you use social media, when you use social media, how much you use social media. Yeah, there's always two sides. Yeah. If, if you if you want to um, find people who have your um, ceramic doll making interests, yeah, you're gonna find, find them. You will find those people on YouTube or on Reddit or on Instagram. But at the same time, if you have um, radical views that are unhealthy, you will also find people with those radical views which are unhealthy and. By talking to other people with those views, it'll lead you to have um, the group echo thing, and it'll be unhealthy. So yeah, you can There's polarized. always two sides to it. There's the good part where you could get connected to other people. There's a bad part where you only hear the the um the same thing that you or the the things that you think yourself. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that leads you to believe that it's it's more widely accepted. Yeah. Yeah. Than it actually is. Mm-hmm. So it all depends. There's always a good and bad side to everything. And and we forgot to talk about the anonymity that you can have. Yeah, yeah. On social media, that's true. But well, you can we you can, can save... hide behind a profile and and yeah, just anonymous do profile. terrible terrible things. Yeah, just under the guise of an anonymous user. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, we can touch on that um, on a later date. Thank you guys for uh, joining me yeah, today. That was, fun. that was super helpful. Um, Hopefully like you guys can can come back. Yeah, it felt like like ten minutes. Are you gonna cut this down or just leave it? No, I'm probably gonna leave it the way it is. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm, we talked about a lot of stuff. I we think were, it was. We went on a couple of rambles there, but. Yeah, but I mean, like I don't. I felt like it was all. It was able to tie back in, and I thought it was all important stuff. So. Okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, hope you guys had fun. Yeah, let me know if you wanna ever record again. Cool. I'll be happy to join. Cool. Cool.